Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Josh from the Freshly Baked Crackers. You may have heard of us. This is the podcast you're listening to. Hey, this is a special one-off episode. We are going to be talking about uh, the PlayStation 5 reveal and all the stuff that was like the fucking 27 uh, different game trailers that came out and uh, all the different information that we've got about release and stuff like that. Uh, Also, in this, uh, we talk about, obviously, the Spider-Man Miles Morales game. We don't know at this point, uh, because we recorded this Thursday night after the reveal. We didn't realize that it's not a sequel. It is actually like a remaster of Spider-Man PS4 with a substantial addition to it, is what they're saying. Um, So... Yeah, so just a little, you know, amend before we get into that point that we hadn't we hadn't realized that's what it's about yet, or that's what it is actually. Um, this episode, like all of our episodes, is brought to you by Wolf Tracks T-shirts and Designs. Wolf Tracks T-shirts and Designs uh, owner Steve Likens is Ian's stepdad and also a really awesome artist. And uh, hit them up on Facebook, I, uh, and they do awesome artwork. They've done all of our artwork. They will do all of your artwork if you ask them to and pay them for it. Great artist. Very cool style. A lot of cool stuff they can do. Um, and, you know, they can make some pretty cool logos that you can put on masks because we're going to be wearing those for quite a while, it seems like. Depending on what part of the country you're living in, um, no one around me is doing anything. Uh, anyway, I, I am, but, uh, you know, most people aren't. Anyway, uh, this so this episode is all about the PlayStation 5. This isn't a full episode. Uh, we're going to be back uh, on Sunday or Monday with a new episode where Ian will listen to and talk about Kendrick Lamar's damn and well going through a lot of other stuff that's not just the PS5 reveal but this one is all about the PS5 so strap in uh here we go we're going to talk about the hardware we're going to talk about the software we're going to talk about the mediumware we're going to talk about all that shit uh but here we go enjoy your nope that's the wrong one here's the soup You're listening to the Freshly Baked Crackers Podcast. Freshly Baked Crackers. With your hosts, Josh Guster and Ian Maxwell. Here is the soup. <laughs> this is the Freshly Baked Crackers Podcast. It's been a long time, folks. Seven years coming, and we finally are looking at it. For the first time, the PS5 reveal was today. Yeah, it's been. That's what I thought of as soon as you said <laughs> As soon as I did that. As soon as you did that, I went, yeah, it's been seven years since the PlayStation. <laughs> and I'm so excited. I even forgot to introduce ourselves. Well, welcome to the Freshly Baked Crackers. I'm Ian Maxwell. And I am Josh Custer. And we are here for a special PlayStation 5 episode, a little mini episode, yes. just to talk about what happened today. It's a, obviously a huge deal whenever a new generation of consoles starts uh, coming out. Absolutely. It's, it's the next big step in what we're going to be seeing for, ne- you know, almost uh, potentially towards a decade in, in gaming, you know, at this point. Uh, and as so, weird as it is to say this, even though you and I, uh, you are sp- strictly, I mean, you, do you have a Switch still? Uh, no, we're, we don't have a Switch uh, yet. We got the okay. Wii U uh, back in the day. That's right. Um, you had the Wii U. So you're, yeah, Switches you, are sold out everywhere. <laughs> but you are not a uh, PlayStation guy. No, I haven't been since the PS2 era. Right. Uh, I um, did have a PS2, but... but And, and I am pre- predominantly an Xbox guy also. Mm-hmm. We both play on uh, Xbox together and stuff, but I think that we can both... I mean, I would say that PlayStation, though, is still the, the, the king. Uh, it's, it comes back to the games, yeah. you know, and that's what this showcase really was is showing us all of these exclusive titles and reminding us that like, that's why PlayStation wins these uh, toe to toe bouts every time. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't care. I like the exclusives. I usually own both systems. So right. I can play everything, but I prefer the OS of Xbox. Yeah, I agree. Same. And I, you know, I always talk about the controller. I really like the controller yes. of the Xbox. Um, I, I definitely like the UI a, a little bit better. I think that Xbox Live Gold uh, works better than PlayStation Plus seems to, uh, from what I've you know read and, and heard. Um, but yeah, when it comes to those games, man, like you're not gonna get it ha- uh, 
half of these titles, you know, from anywhere else uh, in the coming years. And Xbox isn't getting even half of those. So uh, that's the thing that keeps them on top, I think. Oh, without a doubt. And now, I mean, Spider-Man, I mean, we're going to get to that, mm. but like, but like yeah. what an exclusive to have at this point. Um, yeah, absolutely. I know, I know. I don't think that you got your hands on Spider-Man PS4. No, I still haven't. Uh, uh, I, will, I will say it's, you know, it's arguably, it's one of the greatest gaming experiences I've ever had. And right. I, and, you know, I've been playing since Atari 2600. <laughs> and uh, it yeah. was just, it was so not only fun and cool and all that kind of stuff. It was just so fulfilling. It just made right. you, it, it, was, it reminded me of the old days whenever, uh, sometimes I would just, throw on my dreamcast and just skateboard i wouldn't even like try to you know i'm tony hawk i wouldn't even necessarily right. try to like beat anything or or achieve anything i just would free skate yeah just rolling around and i felt that way about about sometimes i would just i wouldn't even care about the story i would just turn the thing on and just swing around the city and if i yeah. ran into a crime or something i would solve it you know or i would help people out but like for the most part i i was just a kid that had this power that swung around the city just soaring through the, like Peter himself uh, on yeah. most of his off days, I'm sure. Absolutely. He, he doesn't squeal and, and crack jokes because it's not fun to be Spider-Man, you know? Sure. And there's not a giant crime every day. Yeah. So there's a lot yeah, of most of the time that, it's petty bullshit. Yeah, there's a lot of days when he just swings around the city and just hangs out and gets a fucking cheesesteak and, you know, or a churro <laughs> and stuff like that. And he's just like, I don't know. I, I really, I found that anyway. Going into PS5. So today PS5 was revealed. Yes. Um, now specs-wise, it looks like when you look at them side to side, it really looks like the Xbox is is specced out above the, the, the PlayStation. Yeah, it kind of seems like it might squeak by in processing power and stuff. But I think uh, Sony has a lot of different lighting technologies that they're utilizing that might be different. Uh, so it, it, but you know, this is kind of the same thing with the one and the PlayStation four, uh, and even to a lesser extent, the three and the 360. like toe to toe, they're roughly the same system. You've got a little bit, uh, more powerful CPU and one over the other, or a little bit, you know, quicker, right. this and that. But uh, for the most part, tech wise, they're both just hardware like computers, you know, they're just developed by different teams. Um, so yeah, I, I do kind of think that in power the xbox is going to beat it i do too i do too um but but i've also read something i don't know i can't speak on this in true technical terms because i don't have that information no right but i've read something about this and i was also talking to a friend of mine about there's something about the ps5 that actually makes it outperform the xbox even though it's not spec as high interesting i can't think of what it is it's something in there i'm not sure what it is i have to look it up i'm i'm, I'm just bullshitting at this point because i'm just reading right that thought i've heard and read but um anyway so like it's more efficient maybe or something yeah the playstation 5 definitely uh looks like the new xbox like it looks <laughs> yeah it looks, it looks like, like an the, xbox one yeah it looks like the sequel to xbox one yeah, while well, the Xbox is kind of looking a little bit chunkier and black like a, an old PlayStation. It's yeah. really kind of funny. They They're sort fully, of switching. They switched aesthetics on us on this, yeah. on this one for some reason. I do um, think it looks sleek, though. It is very futuristic looking with the glow and the way that the vents are and everything. Like, I think it's the coolest console ever. It looks great. Looks-wise, yeah. I think, I think the PS5 looks fucking kick-ass. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what I, when I was a kid thinking about what would gaming be like in the 2000s you know, right i would think that this, that's what the systems would look like i don't yeah absolutely would, the 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 scarlet or whatever the xbox is <laughs> it, it it just looks like a a, a bot you know like a it looks like a black version of the apple airport extreme yeah like, yeah absolutely it's just a chunkier like tower kind of thing yeah it's just you know? it's just a t little tower pc yeah and uh and there's something to be said about what is sitting up by your TV that ne it needs to look cool too? Yeah, absolutely, and especially like the the way that the the one that's diskless, where it doesn't have a disk drive and it's going uh -huh. for like download only games. What do they call it? The, the digital version, the PlayStation digital. digital yeah, game? it's so sleek and and like the cement, the symmetry of not having the slot and everything like that definitely looks like something you'd be proud to have on your shelf. You know? Oh yeah, with the glow and everything like. 
on next to your brand new 8K TV. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? It's That's really funny doing. though. I, I'm going in big. I, I'm saving up for the rest of the year. Going all the gonna, way. I'm going to try to get a, a t- the TV and the PS5. Um, yeah. Because at this point, I am sold on PS5 because as far as I know, Spider-Man's a launch date title, right? Uh, it will be coming out holiday 2020. So yeah, yeah, if it's not the day of, it will be within those couple of weeks. So Yeah, and that, that's what's going to get me to go PlayStation first. Yeah. I'll eventually own both these systems, but I will go PlayStation first simply based off of how much getting Spidey. I can't wait to play Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm almost uh, thinking about waiting for PlayStation 5 to play Avengers also. Yeah, uh, it might not be a bad idea. I mean, that's, and well, one of the things that's really interesting is like if you were to, I know you're not somebody who hangs on to your games all that often, but if you hang on to the Xbox One, uh, you'd be able to like transfer the games that you bought on it to an, a Scarlet when you finally got one or the Series X or whatever the hell they're actually calling it. Uh, but they're supposed to be doing, I think I think PlayStation's doing it as well, where you can get games on, on the current gen system and they will be available to you on the store of the next gen when you finally get over there. At least yeah. that seems how it's going to work, which is really cool. That is cool. I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the Game Pass right now, though. Oh, yeah, I'm loving Game Pass. That's actually one of the big reasons why besides even looking at this list of games and we're sitting there and, and looking at these trailers and going, Oh God, I got to do that. Oh God, I want to play that. Oh my God. Right. But, but the, the way that game pass is already working and the way that they're presenting it and its evolution makes me really ex- curious to see how it's going to work. They're trying to move towards the streaming thing and seeing if that's really going to work this time, if they can move the latency issues. So game pass already is like the coolest deal in gaming anyway. So to uh-huh. see where it goes, I'm really curious about, but the only issue is that I know this is just how it is, but like, Every time I'm like, oh, I want to try a new game on Game Pass. It's like 65 gig download that I got to <laughs> yeah. deal with. And it's like, I guess I'll play that tomorrow. Right. Because you're not streaming. You know, you are downloading the game. Absolutely. Your console. So, which is good because the PlayStation uh, thing was fucked. It didn't work right. Yeah. No. And At neither all. is the Stadia currently, you know, and... Uh, <laughs> I tried the there Stadia was at a project. buddy's house, actually. I was going to talk to you about that. Oh, interesting. A buddy of mine uh, got Stadia, and he's subscribing to it. And, uh, yeah, it was it was so choppy. Mm. And yeah, he lives in town. Like. like, he doesn't oh, so live in the country. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. live in the country or something. Like, he lives – and, in, I mean, I don't know what – I mean, I get – in my house, I get 65, 70 megs a second. It's not the craziest yeah. fast internet speed, but it shouldn't be choppy. It's fast enough. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I wasn't impressed with it. And I was thinking about, you know, because I'm always exploring different things. I've got, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I play stuff on my Apple TV. I have a controller for it. Oh, right. Yeah, you were mentioning that. So, like, I've got like Sonic and, and Hot Wheels and a few games for Dylan, but then there's Ocean Horn, which is an mm-hmm. awesome game. Um, Ocean Horn is basically like if a bunch of dudes wanted to make a Zelda game, but they didn't have the rights to call it Zelda. Oh, nice. So there's two of them now. There's Oceanhorn 1 and 2. And uh, you're basically playing Link, and you're basically playing a Zelda game. Like, and they all, look <laughs> like, they all look like a Link before time. Oh, awesome. Is what they're, they're, the graphic style is like. They're awesome. They're fucking That's awesome. You would, you would love yeah. it. You would love Oceanhorn, dude. It would, you Fuck would, yeah. Absolutely. You would, you would love the, the art style of it and the game itself. You would, you would love it. But anyway, back to PS5. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah. Um, let's start kicking through these games. Let me pull this up real okay. quick. Um, yeah, we had 26 were shown uh, during just this little reveal preview thing. Yes. Obviously, the big one, let's just get it out of the way and let's talk as much about it as we can, is Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man, yes. Not just Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Miles Morales, absolutely. And uh, so, which I think is awesome because... Yeah. Um, my my into the spider versus what my got my oldest into comic books and like right giant and i i, I enjoyed miles morales before that but that movie just solidified like that oh was, for sure that made miles morales one of the coolest fucking characters in marvel that movie is right. so fucking good it's incredible yeah on it every is, level on every i like i thought it was gonna be good and i was really excited about it right and then we went and saw it in theaters Dude. and i was just like holy shit and dylan didn't care he didn't care about it at right. all and we oh got home and like they came out on iTunes. I bought it. I was watching it like crazy. I fucking loved it. And then at some it's point so when I was starting to kind of tune out on it a little bit because I'd watched it too much. Yeah. He, then all of a sudden that one day he was just like, Miles. And to him. Finally click for him. To him, Miles Morales is Spider-Man. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Peter Parker. There's a whole generation of folks yeah. that are like that. You know, Peter Parker is a side character. Yeah, for sure. He's not the main guy. Miles Morales. Miles. Miles is who he, Dylan wanted to dress up as Miles for Halloween. Nice. You know, like that's who he, he that's. He's got, him. arguably, he has the cooler suit, man. I fucking love that oh, yeah. suit. It's so oh, red. Like with the Jordans and the hoodie. Yeah, and that like, red on black thing is like, oh God, I just love that look. That, what's up, danger at the end when he's <laughs> jumping off the, oh man, I fuck, we've heard that soundtrack so much. I love it. It's I so, think it's so good. It, yeah. It, top to bottom, man. It's, it's in the top five comic book films of all time, I would say. Yeah, for sure. It's one of the most like true to comic books as a visual medium turned into film. Like it's so fucking perfect in so many ways. God, have you, I've have you watched any of the making of like the, the behind the scenes stuff where they talk about why? Oh like, okay. So like throughout some of it, some of the background stuff gets blurry mm-hmm. and that is supposed to, all of it is supposed to replicate a comic and that is supposed to replicate when you've read a comic several times. And it's like worn over. And it started to wore over. And like, if you look, you can see the dots in a lot of the different parts. Where yeah, like, I, I love that. And they talk about how like, he's like, that's like whenever you're at the spine of your comic and you're, and you've got it bent over and you can start to see the dots in the, the dude just breaks down every so choice cool. that they made and all that stuff. And like, as I was like, well, to put it on again, cause now I think it's even fucking cooler than I did the first time. I right. Absolutely. It. That extra layer. Yeah. Which is how that Disney gallery is the Mandalorian. Like I watch an episode oh, yeah. of that. I'm like, well, fuck now I got to watch the whole season of Mandalorian over again. It's just Pandora's box. Yeah. Just more and more shit bringing yeah. you right back. You give me one episode of Disney gallery. I got to watch 10 episodes of Mandalorian. Then I watch the next <laughs> Disney gallery, then 10 episodes of Mandalorian. So like I, I think it's only like four like forty hours, right? <laughs> I'm like I'm about to argue with people that the Mandalorian is the greatest Star Wars thing ever. Oh, I don't think many people are gonna argue too hard with you about that. Like, I mean I mean so I would put good. it up I would put it up against the original trilogy. Oh, agreed. No, same. Um and you know something I've I've realized I know we're so off topic of PlayStation <laughs> Five. We love doing that. But but I, I you know we're stream of consciousness. I've realized yeah, that Empire Strikes Back is not my favorite star wars i say that because that's what everyone says oh it gives you street it's yeah. really great but a new hope is my favorite dude a new hope is so good it will always be a new hope new hope broke my fucking brain as a child like it was it was everything to me it's and, the the start of the journey and the the yeah. learning of the, the just like that introduction is so mesmerizing and uh-huh. yeah dude captivating fucking oh. <laughs> so um yeah. Do you do you think in Miles and do you think we're gonna get to play as Peter? I'm not so sure. Uh, I know that with um, uh, the PS4 that there were they broke it up with like Mary Jane and stuff like that. Right. Um, and I know that the big setup at the end was setting Miles to sort of at least become the major player within the story. Um, so maybe they'll have us kind like of, doing something else. Kind but. of. I'm actually really surprised that this is the direction that they're going with this one because oh really. really the end of Spider-Man PS4 really sets up Venom and it really sets up Harry Osborn and Peter involved in this stuff. And like, cause mm-hmm. Harry in, in the in P, Spider-Man PS4, Harry's been using the symbiote to heal. Right. Him. Yeah. I, I, I watched like most of the cutscenes and, and okay. read all kinds of stuff because I am so curious and can't play it, you know? And so to me, like especially the when, you hit the, when you hit the post credit scenes like that, it seemed like that's what the second one was going to be about. So when and, I saw that shot of him uh, discovering Peter, as as I was like, "Oh, this sure. is definitely opening that door." But yeah, the, there were bigger threads that they were pulling out there. Yeah, I kind of thought that this game would be mostly Peter Parker, and then Miles would be another playable character, and, and then. But now I start to think that maybe if you're looking at this from a for, from the side of a trilogy, um, we could do Peter, and then a Miles game, and then ideally the third game would be a team up against the Sinister yeah. Six. There you go. You know, and maybe and, at this point, like Pete's tied up with whatever's going on with Venom and Osborn. Uh, sure. there, there were a bunch of new looking villains and stuff in the, the trailer that we got to see. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm really curious to see like where Pete is during this story. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how we get to use Miles's powers, like invisibility and his, oh, yeah. his shock thing that he does. Yeah. That shit looks so cool. So that's going to be really fun. Um, and, you know, and that's another thing like a buddy of mine was like, well, you know, he was really, pissed about the whole thing it's like i was really wanting fucking to see where this peter thing went i was like yeah dude you're still spider-man you have new powers now yeah like it's a good way for them to branch out without like for some reason peter being electric or whatever like you can do different things with the gameplay absolutely um so that's that's definitely my number one thing 
to look. I mean, before they even announced it, that was my number one thing I was looking for to. Oh, piece. for sure. Yeah, we knew it was coming, and it was yeah. going to be amazing. Um, so now, yeah, that's that's definitely like, come Christmas this year, I'm going to be swinging around New York City. I can't wait. Fuck yeah! It's so cool. That's something really. I had like I'm so looking forward to that. And I'm very excited to see what they do with like the again the lighting effects and the like the wind and stuff like that's going to be pretty neat. Oh, the the video of him swinging around was beautiful. Yeah, it really was. Fuck, beautiful. Like, but then again, that's something else that we talked about too. Like, it would be nice if Microsoft and Sony would take Nintendo's uh, lead a little bit on changing how we play games, not just how they look better. Yeah, uh, you know they're they're evolving the controller and stuff, and quote unquote evolving. I mean, they there's this whole new uh, like haptic feedback system, so it's supposed to feel less like just rumbly and have like more. But you're right, they're not really doing anything other than adding a touch plate or adding more like the speakers to it. They're not really evolving how games are manipulated. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, like like you say, like Nintendo does. They're always trying to innovate how we interact with our games they fucking take chances you got to get absolutely they will they will take chances and they will i mean when you look at the last three systems we we you and switch those are all they're all related they're all very obviously from the same mm-hmm. family but they're all just jumps forward where they've jumped taken an idea and then they've expanded on it and they've expanded on it again Yep, and and reevaluated and and used what worked and tweaked what didn't, and yeah, they're they're always innovating in that way. And and I mean, we can see like talking about again, we go back to graphics and stuff. That tends to be the big thing between uh, Sony and Microsoft's, you know, outside of the Nintendo thing. It's always about the technical push, and usually that means simply how good it looks or how quickly it loads yeah. or how many bodies are on screen or whatever. And and that stuff is all very important in programming. But I do think that they're there is a need to look at how we can play games, especially with the technology we have and the types of things we can innovate with. You know? Also, I think that, you know, PCs are always going to look better. Yeah. PCs you can continuously always, update them. They're always going to be ahead of consoles. So like, I feel like consoles need to, st- would be better to stand out by giving us some new way to play. And they have tried. I mean, PlayStation, you know, tried with PSVR and and Xbox. And, and I mean, like, and right now, Steam's kind of killing them on the VR at this point. Yeah. With the, the new thing that they've got. So yeah, it's or Valve rather. Um, yeah. It. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't understand why they don't. I mean, I guess because it's safer. You know, if yeah. you look at the sales numbers, like as cool as the fucking switches, and as much as I love the things that the Wii U did to open doors for it and things like that, they don't sell like the PlayStation and the, the Xbox ever do. And it's because they have a broader appeal. And I get it from a business standpoint. And I think that's really all it comes down to. So they invest their money in the graphics and the the titles. You know. So what's your next? Uh... As far as the game announcements, what's your next one you're most excited about? Oh, buddy. It's got to be Stray. The game where you're a kitty cat. Oh, the, the cat one? Yeah. In yeah, a I, dystopian world where all humans are gone and robots are doing human things. Yeah, as soon as I saw that, I thought of you and Nikki. Immediately, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, shit, this might be the best game that they've ever played. I simply must have it. Well, the, the whole time I was actually curious because there is a game that's been floating around the internet for a number of years now uh, that's only been known as HK. Uh, where you play as a cat exploring the uh, Kowloon-walled city of Hong Kong. And that was kind of the it of the game at that point, was just you were a cat in this really cool place that not a lot of people even really get to be in outside of who live there. Uh, But it's not this game. This is a completely different be a cat in a weirdly congested uh, city game. But I'm on board for it. It looks interesting. Uh, The team that made it does very fascinating stuff with like storytelling. So it'll be a really cool take on platforming i think i really thought the dumbest thing of all of it though was like do you guys really need to announce grand theft auto 5 again dude that oh my god that was definitely my least favorite thing too i was like oh great we're getting that again and while red dead online flounders and gta 6 is in the wind it's like uh, why guys <laughs> like we know that game's coming out for uh, we uh, we're it's backwards compatible we're, we're everyone's yes. played this game a million times yes why did you need to announce that that was that was so silly to me and uh, it's not even coming until next year like we're gonna have to wait for it again that doesn't know and yeah, 2k uh, nba 2k 21 did the same thing for me like i get it it's a great franchise good basketball stuff 
it's become more play to win than ever before. And it looks pretty. And that's kind of a good appealing thing. But like, why was that necessary amongst this? I'm so, that's, the game we know is coming. See, that's my thing. I feel like 2K and Madden. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I've, had a, I've played a lot of 2K in my life. And I enjoy Madden. I'm not that good at it because I'm not. Right. I don't know it as much about football as I do basketball. But like, I've played you know 2k games and live games since live 95 you know what i mean like right absolutely but like that's part of the problem with what we say as far as like it, new new graphics new system mm. new controller so madden looks good yeah you know of like, course it does like that's part of the the things not going forward i find it kind of feel like and I know that we're not necessarily the target audience that most of the time when you get these new sports titles, it's because of updating rosters and that kind of sure. stuff. But it, again, talk about stifling innovation. Like, I mean, they That's kind of something... advance. Like, like, okay, now I understand going from, now when you say the roster thing, like I understand going from PS4 to PS5 that you're going to get a major <laughs> graphic upgrade. So like, mm-hmm. but like, why don't they just sell instead of a $60 game a $30 roster that you download just update it yeah an update it seems so silly that there has to be a new one every year I agree and with a $60 price tag every single time it's a kick in the nuts yeah these teams are not moving to new stadiums for the most part that's like it's the same stadiums Mm -hmm. it's the same uniforms it's the same mechanics of the most of the game I mean like they don't update it that much it's still the same buttons to shoot and to dribble and absolutely but shoot to (laughs) to juke and to turbo and like whatever you know like all that stuff has not changed that much and they oh it's really about the same as it's been since the super nintendo yeah honestly like and they fuck the people that play those games every year if they make them get 65 bucks and they sit there like oh dude look how the lights look in their helmets yep and that's and that's it okay light bloom is neat and all but like you know what are, what are you doing i mean we had like uh when 2k first brought out the stick shooting where you instead of using the uh-huh. buttons you could use the stick to persist and shoot that was fucking 15 years ago yeah you know i was stick shooting on the 360 like uh-huh. it's, it's absurd at this point like yeah no i i absolutely agree those two especially really felt like regressive amongst all of these other titles that are just like and especially again all of these other titles, I mean, some of them are coming out on PC, but we're looking at at least 90% of these things being PS exclusives. And then you yeah. have 2K and GTA 5. We know they're coming out for every fucking thing, including yes. a, you know, a TI-85 calculator. So right. it's very bizarre to be that they wasted essentially seven minutes of screen time during this big reveal show, you know. But so Chelsea's money. Old ass games, yeah. Money. Um, have you played Horizon Zero Dawn? I have not. That's another one of those ones that I've been following either. quite heavy, but it looks great, and people it does. really talk about it. That might be something I get into. Yeah, uh, the the world looks really great, and and Forbidden West, the the sequel here, is like, good God, that looks beautiful. The underwater yes. stuff and everything looks really good. Um, yeah, I've heard nothing but good stuff about that title. Uh, and it's one that I really, you know, I, I think when the new consoles come out, cause I tend to like to wait about six months cause there's always something fucked up about the first gen of every console that comes out. Uh, so I'm going to get me a PlayStation four when they're dropping in price and catch up on all these games where I get there my you go. <laughs> myself ready to go. Yeah. I, I got a PS4 that the, the, right when they came out and I had to get it repaired. <laughs> I, I got, I had four Xbox three sixties in the first year that I bought them. Cause oh, of the Red Ring man. Of Death. it was so bad. And we like, my roommate had red ring of death, but we'd fix it every time. Like, you know, you could like wrap it in towels. <laughs> yeah. And make it purposely overheat itself, and it would fix itself for a while. We did that shit for months until finally one just took a shit forever. <laughs> this is such a bizarre awesome. situation. It I just was. kept getting free Xboxes. People were like, why don't you get a different system? I'm like, dude, I don't have to pay for any of these. Yeah. It's covered by the warranty that first year. <laughs> you just keep having a dead system. Oh, man. One that really stood out to me was uh, Resident Evil Village. Oh, dude, that looks cool. Is that, that a Resident really Evil cool. version of a werewolf? I think so. looking at? Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, did you get to play seven uh, biohazard? You know, I bought it and never played it. I it's bought good. it for the VR. Oh dude. I bet it's really good on VR. And then I got rid uh, of the, I got rid of my PlayStation, the VR and everything. So I never, I never got a chance to really play it, but uh, it's um, interesting and it's very immersive. It's a cool way. Of and that's something I was going to say Eagle. about Madden is that why, and, and 2k, like that's what they need to do is they need to start incorporating VR. Dude, they had a first person of on the NBA, or the NFL 2K games back for the PlayStation 2 era. There was mm-hmm. a first person mode, 
and it was super rad. And I thought that even back then when VR gets to be a thing, they need to implement it in that way. That would be really sports games and VR. That's kind of like, how have that, that's a free deal right there. That's the easiest fucking two things to put together. I would think I'm surprised that's first person shooters in their living room, shooting hoops and throwing passes and stuff like that. Seems Absolutely. To be, that seems like it would be super conducive to these types of games. You could bring back couch co-op if you both have it. You could actually pass the Fuck ball to yeah. your buddy. Fuck yeah, that would be... Come on. And PS5 would be able to run all that shit. It would be bad as yeah. fuck. It would be badass. Um, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, man, I love those games. They're so fun. Uh, this one looks really good. Like, the the environments look so lush and interesting. Uh-huh. And like the lighting was crazy. It was such a pretty-looking game. And a, a lady ratchet too. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> I, I think it's funny that that's what uh, uh, Naughty Dog is re- uh, like releasing with the system. It's not a. It's not yeah. a uh, Uncharted not game. A, it's not a, a new Ratchet Uncharted. Clank. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool because I love Ratchet and Clank too. I think it's a, it's a fucking it's a great series. And to look at that trailer and see like them using you know the the sort of philosophy of that constant momentum thing that Uncharted does so well, and uh-huh. adding it to a game is silly and pretty in art style as this is going to be, it's going to be a spectacle, dude. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Cause it is very much an amalgam of those two games mm-hmm. that with a game style. Um, Definitely. What is, I didn't look, I didn't watch the video for demon souls. Is it something with dark souls or no? Yeah. Demon souls is like the, um, the like father of dark souls. Uh, demon souls was like the original from software game that was on, I think it was PlayStation one. It might okay. be two. Somebody would correct me because uh, souls fans are crazy, but yeah, it's like the OG souls game and they're redoing it from the ground up for this. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. A lot of folks who even are really into dark souls never got a chance to play demon souls. So this would be pretty cool for a whole generation of folks that's awesome um i know i don't think this is really up your alley but <clears throat> something i'm excited about is gran turismo 7 oh dude uh i always say that for me especially early on i did this with the original xbox and project gotham racing racing games i think show off the new graphical tech better than just about any genre of without a doubt the movement and the color and yeah and the way that just, lights yeah. reflect off of things and the way that they can uh do detailed and modeling and stuff like yeah i'm actually pretty fired up about gran turismo also and I don't think we don't we, have a lot of heavy sim drivers anymore no well i also don't think that we realize well you know why we don't have a lot of heavy sim drivers because gran turismo is so good and they give it updates yeah that's true yeah it's they're the, always adding stuff to the older games yeah. and for forza is also huge but, oh yeah, uh, it's more arcadey, but uh, yeah. it, the thing it's is, like, what I don't think that we realize—not just me and you, but like in America—is how big racing is worldwide. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Gran Turismo is a fucking giant game worldwide. Yes. It's a giant fucking game, and fuck, this game looks beautiful. It really does. Uh, I loved that they showed us like a, a little minute of actual in-game footage and just like even just down to the textures on the gloves of the driver, but everything just looks so smooth and everything sounds great. Like, God, it's going to be a fucking incredible title. I feel like, I feel like looking at this stuff, that PlayStation six, 10 years from now with VR is going to be as close to reality as you can imagine. Dude, I could see that. By then we'll have a 10 K televisions to be about as close as what the eye can actually figure out (laughs) visually. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be at the peak, you know, we're going to have our, the VR headsets are going to be so small. That's the thing that I'm waiting for. going to be less gloves, maybe something easier with the controls, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's going to be nanotechnology using it. We're talking about 10. I mean, think about where we were at 10 years ago. Yeah. Absolutely. And how fast things move and stuff like that. We're going to have... Especially gaming will world. be amazing in 10 years. Mm-hmm, for amazing. sure. Because um, it already looks like we're moving in some pretty crazy directions here. Yeah. Uh, we'll so say uh, Returnal was the other one that I was really enjoying. Did you yeah, see the trailer for Returnal? I did. Returnal looks really, really cool. Like Groundhog Day meets like the Alien series meets Shining. Like it's so fucking weird yeah. looking and trippy. Yeah. I already love sci-fi horror yeah, same type of stuff, and then just like that, like resetting clock idea. Um, I love a Groundhog Day. I'm yeah. always down for it. Which there was another title in there. Um, was it uh, Death Death Loop? Death Loop. Yes, by the yeah. creators of of the Dishonored series. Um, that looks fucking fun too, man. Time loops. They need I mean, to be. They need to be more things. Sackboy looked really cool. Yeah, I loved the old uh, 
a little big planet game. This looks um, a little more Mario-ish. This looks more like a platformer. It's like, like curated. Now. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's going to have the creator element that the other little big planet games had, or if it's just going to be straight their designed platforms. But I like the four player co-op is cool. Yes. I wonder if that's going to be couch. It looks like it could be, but there's no details so far. I think it's. I think it will be. I think that we're going to be able to do couch. I mean, they've got to bring some stuff back. They got to bring some couch. But I mean, then again, we're also in a point where people aren't going to each other's houses right now. Yeah, that's true and at this know, moment. But there are also people stuck with their families at home that need this sure. kind of stuff to play. Sure. But, you know, the indie titles are com- like things like Overcooked and Moving Out, some stuff that I've even reviewed recently that like there are a lot more couch co-op games sort of out there if you look for them. But it would be nice to have like a Sony, like one of the AAA game studios be like hey look not just nintendo has shit like this i think it could really bring in the families that they're not getting when they're pushing things like last of us shit like that right so what happened with last of us i'm gonna be honest with you i've never played last of us okay i've bought it Uh, yeah i I got got into it a little (laughs) bit and then like i think that was right around that time when i got rid of my playstation because it was going out on me right and uh i never really played that much of it and then i guess the whole game got spoiled well, there was like a moment in the trailer where it seems like you're you're going to be playing as a different character than who everybody thought, which they thought was going to be Ellie, the, the main girl from the first game. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't play the game either, again, lack of PlayStation, but it was one of those ones that I, I followed the story and watched the video. I really think the story is very captivating. Um, but yeah, uh, it sort of seemed like in the trailer that there's going to be a switcheroo and you're going to be playing as a character who actually is like on the bad guy side of things and is this other female character. And so half of the people were frustrated because, well, most people were frustrated because it was like sort of a bait and switch, but I think them showing it in the trailer is better than the Metal Gear Solid 2 method where we think we're playing a solid snake and then half, like not even halfway through, a third through the game, you got to play as little blonde you know, dancey K-pop guy. Uh, so like this way, I feel like they were actually kind of trying to be like, hey guys, so it's not a shock. You're going to be right. this other character. But also she's like a very masculine type uh, character. And so there were a bunch of, you know, internet neckbeard assholes who are up in arms about that kind of shit. So oh, of course, between those things and COVID, it seems like they've pushed the release back quite a bit. They just don't have a date yet as far as I know. But I think it was because they were doing final touches and just didn't want to rush before it was actually fully complete. But yeah, the internet is mad because it was spoiled that the uh, protagonist is different. But I wouldn't say spoiled as much as just like gave you a heads up. So you weren't shocked when it happened. But I know. never understood that. You know, like I never understood people do this with, with a lot of different things. But like if somebody has made something consistently that you've enjoyed, like, like Naughty Dog. Mm-hmm trust them yeah why why do people hear four details or something about something like this is all fucked everything sucks you guys have fucked this up like guys you don't have any fucking idea what they've done you don't know how much fun it's going to be to play as this other character is this the only character that you can ever fucking have fun playing a video game as (laughs) that's one of the things that i find really like what they're basically presenting is that hey look you're getting to look at this world that we've crafted and got you very emotionally attached to through the eyes of another character who feels that your hero is a villain that is like that's selling me on the game right now as i'm saying it that's cool as fuck that's a really interesting storytelling thing and and yeah if people are if they're a team that's good at storytelling, let them fucking tell their stories, man. Like, well, fuck yes. They know what they're doing. <laughs> like, People get so worked up about that shit. It's like, it's crazy. Why, why do you, I want the same thing. Well, fuck off then, man. This is not the idea that they had. The people play that the made game. this. Yeah, go back and play the fucking first game again. It's still there. Well, and you know, and I'm one of those people that has never quite understood the spoiler thing. I do understand that people don't like things. I don't know. I have never had a spoiler actually ruin a concept for me. If anything, it's made me want to experience it more. I'm one of those, the journey is half of the fucking fun to the the ending. You tell me the ending of a thing, that doesn't tell me what or how it happened. So, uh, you know, something like this just kind of makes me go, well, that's fucking fascinating. I'm drawn into this game now more than I would have been before. So I've read full spoilers to movies and enjoyed the hell out of them. Fucking A, dude. It's, you know, what is in your mind's eye is not what actually happens. And a synopsis or a trailer will never actually capture what you're going to experience in a thing. You know? But then again, also, I will say that if I'm, there's been many times I've rented a movie 
and I've gotten like halfway through it and been like, I don't know if I'm fucking digging this. And I'll get on Wikipedia and read the fucking plot of the movie and be like, that's what they're doing. I ain't sticking around for another hour. Yeah, yeah right. It saves you, actually. Yeah. yeah. I'll, go, I'll go watch a fucking episode of Community or something, forget and go to bed. I ain't going <laughs> to waste my time finish this movie. You know, so when I say that to, to the folks that are like, well, I only want to play as Ellie. Well, then you know what? Now you know, and you won't have found out after you wasted 60 bucks, you know, yeah. if that's really the crux of, of your argument. Yeah, but, instead of wasting your money and going and buying that game, you can sit at home on your bed with your arms crossed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and just be real mad about everything. Just be big mad for your whole life. Be that person. Well, we have fun throwing cans at fucking angry homeless people, you know, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I do. I mean, don't get me wrong. We've, we're two people who have been critical of things that are coming out and stuff like that, but like, like I said, we're not, we're not, we're trusting of people who have made good decisions in the past and given us great yeah. things. Are we Absolutely. weary of anything that comes out of DC and Warner Brothers? Fucking right we are. <laughs> yeah, seen, they have, have a track seen record. Justice League? Have you seen Suicide <laughs> Squad? Like, but right. like Marvel could do about anything and we trust them. Yeah. You know, because yeah, they, they have a track yet. record. And it's not just Marvel comics. It's like. We let them get away with Thor too. I'll go. Yeah, Absolutely. I, didn't, I mean, whatever. We let them. I mean, even though it's a bad movie, you know what the most boring of the entire universe is? Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh, no. That movie is boring. <laughs> it's very I, slow. I love those characters so much. They're Same. great. But fuck, is it boring? And Ghost is, is just not captivating through the whole yeah, thing. They didn't do her justice. Um, but it's, I mean, I still let them give, you know, I still. I'm. I'm they have a great Michael track. Pena's still in it. Come Michael Pena, yeah, Michael Pena. Fucking, if he gets a scene where he gets to talk shit for a little bit, I'll watch anything around it. Absolutely. It's not a bad movie. Paul Rudd is still great. You know, there's yeah. still there's still great things about it. But like, it's not that much of a difference from the first movie. I mean, it's not like they're pushing. Yeah, no, I concepts. agree. They're just kind of moving Expanding. the tracks around differently in the same sandbox. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um. But you're but, right. Like, yeah, we have like, to trust our creators till they totally shaft us. And yeah, maybe this will be the game that does it, but we won't know if we don't play it. I got a buddy of mine who's like that so much. Just like, oh, man, this is going to be fucking, I don't know why they're fucking doing this. This is going to be fucking stupid. It's like, why, what makes you think that? Didn't you love The Last of Us? Like, didn't yeah. you fucking love that game so much? Didn't you, like, talk about how, like, it means so much to you? Then why wouldn't you trust that they're going to do a good thing? Absolutely. For the next one, you know, like, going, like, there's a lot of things that if you look at it on paper, don't sound like a good idea. Hey, let's cast the hunky dude from 10 things I hate about you as the Joker. Absolutely. That didn't sound like a great idea, but that worked out real good for everybody. Didn't it really did. Yeah. We have to give some things a chance sometimes. Yeah. I mean, Christopher Nolan made Batman begins at that point. You should be like, okay, Heath Ledger's the Joker. Let's try this. Yeah. Fucking dude knows what he's doing. Exactly. Batman Begins was the fucking shit. And then, you know, that's, what, that's my thing. Like, I understand being weary of things, but like when people have a great track record, just wait and see how it is. But first, like, yeah, at least don't, be so, don't be so quick to judge that something has changed that you yeah. think is going to destroy it. Anyway, moving forward, <laughs> um, we're going to get a hot world. Yeah, dude, that was uh, really exciting. I like the way it looks going return to form, uh, uh -huh. doing the sort of side-scrolling 2.5D look, which I really like. Uh, better have a fart button. That's all I'm saying. Better get my fart button. Yeah, uh, but we haven't had an Oddworld game in so long. Like it, They did the remaster or of um, Abe's Odyssey for the 360, I think, or maybe it was on the one. But that was a long time ago still. It's really nice to finally have like an actual original tale from the Oddworld guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've always so, Oh, yeah, they're That's, so weird. Is that a launch one? Um, I believe, yeah, it says 2020 date. It's also coming out on PC. So I would imagine it would be a, a launch title, if not, again, just around the holiday season. That would probably um, wind up being a launch pickup for me. Yeah, it, it, it would be one that would be like a nice quick get through, too. I don't imagine it'd be super yeah. long, but it would be a fucking amazing experience. They're, they're always such unique games. Uh, such a cool game world and everything, too. Hitman three. Oh my god, dude! It, 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 Hitman's always best when he's be or you know forty seven's always been his best when he's being chased by people and he's on the run. I loved. It. I couldn't remember if it was uh, Blood Money or Contracts where he's on the run. The old games, but I loved those first two. Uh, I need to ones. get into Hitman. I've played the very original Hitman. <gasps> oh, that's, that's it. That's it. That's it. All I remember is that one when you're like walking down like a desert road to this guy's house, 
like this like a compound and you have to get in there and like oh yeah i don't do i I don't need i need to try those games because they seem like exactly like the kind of games i would love they're really really good they are short but the replay value is what's in all the different ways you can try fucking with it you just have this perfect little map and you can do whatever you want to figure out how to kill the people you need to and uh, the last two releases on on this current uh, generation have been very delightful they've come out in like chapters so they're even like easy to digest little bursts but uh-huh. uh, dude there's so much fucking fun get to dress up as a maid and choke dudes out in bathroom stalls like it's the greatest thing imaginable yeah i really want to play them a lot i think i think it might be something i dive into here pretty soon they're pretty cheap now i think i think so too yeah i was either going to do that or i was going to get into like um either assassin's creed origins or odyssey Ooh, i uh i liked origins better because I like Egypt personally, I do like Greece a lot too. But I thought that Odyssey felt bloated. There's a lot of it's so big, it's like right. kind of hard to get around at certain times. Personally, yeah, a buddy of mine um, said he beat it. and He still has there's still like two islands he hasn't even gone to. It's redonkulous. Like it's a little too much. Like it, it's overwhelming if you try to like just get all the missions and do all the things. It just becomes way too much. But uh, I will say, I think Hitman Two is currently on sale on Xbox. I think it was on their, their deal that's going on until the 15th. Okay, boom. I'm going to check that out as soon as we get out of here. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's bonkers. But yeah, that, that new one looks really cool. Um, I'm fucking stoked for uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Dude, yeah. mm-hmm. that, looks that game looks cool. weird as shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, you know how we Japanese, like weird? Oh, yes. Japanese sorcery first-person magic? Oh, I'm all about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't... I can't think of a game like that. No, I, yeah, I can't either. I, I think there was like a weird, um, oh God, I can't remember the title. It was an old 1995 FPS back in those days where you were a wizard. It was maybe Hexen. Uh, Hexen. And, and you cast spells instead of it using was, guns and shit. It was ID Software made it. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I think it and was it a was, skin of Doom 2 or something like it that. W- it was. It was just like, let's make Doom, but with magic, basically. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of what I think this is going to be, but with, like, Japanese folklore and magic, which I'm fucking always about Japanese demons, man. So, yeah, that looks cool as shit. I'm going to put that on your tombstone someday. (laughs) If you you die first, if you die first, (laughs) Ian Maxwell, he was all about Japanese. (laughs) All about Japanese demons. He was all about Japanese demons. Rest in peace. Rest in power. Uh there was another one that I thought was really interesting. Oh, destruction all stars. Uh, I didn't really love like the Fortnite sort of, you know, mentality of the art style and stuff, but it could be goofy, but the gameplay looked super fun. It's like destruction derby, but when your car's blown up, you're on foot (laughs) you can still kick people. Like, I don't know what's going on, but it looks like it'd be a really fucking fun time. I think, uh, I don't know. I think that some of these games, seem kind of forgettable though yeah um, yeah but i guess that's i just don't know like i guess they have to announce every game that's going to come out at first but well i mean there's some like that uh project athea that that's not even the title of the game right now right. so like they don't actually i mean 11 out of the 26 games don't have release dates at all so a lot of the stuff isn't even more than an idea i think yeah uh, at certain point but um, I mean, that's kind of how it always is at these things. They have to sort of load you up front with all the things that they can so that as things get canceled and trickled off and Kickstarters don't go through or whatever happens, uh, you know, you'll, you won't be as disappointed because it'll be so long from now. By Christmas, you won't even remember half the games that aren't coming out yet, you know. Right. Um, and then by next year, we'll have already had everything that we really cared about that the little ones will have fallen through the cracks. So. Very but, true. Uh, all I care about cyberpunk right now. I don't even give a shit about the next Xbox and PlayStation. I want August and cyberpunk to get here and then we can start talking about new games to be completely honest. Like Godfall. Like that looks pretty. Yeah. Cool, but forgettable. It looks like, it looks just like another dark souls type of Be fun for like 30 minutes, you know, whacking dudes around. Yeah. It's dragon's dogma or whatever, you know, it's just one of those kind of games. Just action RPG. Yeah. It doesn't really seem like it has much of its own, lore there's like anubis heads with lion heads and greek looking stuff but also stuff from gears of war like it's really hard to to pinpoint any actual uh like uh personality in the title but uh i feel like resident evil village is kind of like uh 
their version of trying to do Silent Hills. Yeah, I could kind of see that. Like trying to do a, a bigger... Because I'm assuming that the village thing isn't just a subtitle. It, it seems like the focus. So I think you're not just going to be in that weird castle. You're going to like actually... It kind of reminds me of like you're in the setting from Resident Evil 4. That like Eastern European village thing. It kind of reminds me of That's like it would almost be a, uh, a prequel to Blair Witch. Oh yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Not really, but like in but that like era, a like a spiritual, yeah, spooky village in the woods, small, mysterious mm-hmm. curses or biological weapons. If we're going Resident Evil, I, I yeah. like the way that the series is going. Instead of just trying to make more of, I mean, they're doing like the two and three remakes, and they can keep that over the shoulder action thing there. But doing this like first person immersive spooky, I think, is a really cool way from the go. Yeah. Yeah, because it doesn't all have to be that story about outbreaks. Yeah, yeah, and we've seen Umbrella. You know, it's it can be these old. interesting just horror games like mm-hmm. this. Like, yeah, so that's something I'm pretty. I'm, I'm I think Resident Evil Eight is going to be really badass. And it's coming out for everything, so yeah. that's that's something that even Xbox people will get to enjoy, which I'm excited about. It's coming out for everything. Genesis. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be on the uh, the 3DS as well. When is uh, the uh, when are the Tony Hawk re, uh, redos coming out? Oh, that's supposed to be in a couple of months. I still don't know if they have a full set date, but I think summer was the last thing I saw. I'm pretty okay. f- fired up about those, dude. The yeah, and I shots hate, of the school. I hate the remake stuff. Like, I, I really hate the retreads. I tend I to think, also. I, I, they tricked me on Resident Evil Two. <laughs> I actually and, really liked Resident Evil Two. Well, I did too, but the problem is, like, as I got like a third of the way through this game, I was like, I've played this game before. Yeah, and at the same time, the stuff that wasn't the same just wasn't as good. Like, they yeah. left out a bunch of shit, I think. And I get the feeling, like, I think that they did something a lot cooler with uh, Final Fantasy VII because they actually made a different game out of it. Yes, absolutely. But, like, the Resident Evil remake, I was just like, there was a point where I was like, I've done this. I'm, like, redoing work I've already done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt absolutely. like, I was like, oh, I just got rid of it. And it's a chore after a point, yeah. It's just it's just hard for me. I feel like nowadays it's got to be something special. It can't be just a retread. Well, like, there's so many. Is games Doom Eternal out really fun? Doom Eternal's really fun. Is it just like Doom One? Yeah, right. It's yeah. the same game that I played when I was 12 years old. <laughs> right, it exactly. just looks incredible. Shinier, you know. It's just yeah. it's just amazing. But like, that's, it's not necessarily something that's gets me to like. Oh my god, I can't wait. Now they did announce a new Far Cry. Oh, I didn't catch that. Oh shit, really? Not for PS5. It was a separate, Just a separate uh, announcement. Thing. Yeah. Um, let me pull that up. I, I didn't love New Dawn, uh, and I thought that some of the stuff from Five was a little if. But those games are always so much fucking fun. I don't care. The negatives never outweigh the positives for me. Um, yeah, I, none of them has been as good as Three, but yeah. Um, so Far Cry Six uh, is not officially announced yet, but there have been leaks. Okay. Um, and even official comments from Ubisoft, different ways. Okay. Different things. So, um, it's exciting. Uh, the last Ubisoft game scheduled to be released before April is set to be a Far Cry. This reporter's re- so. Hmm. Um, Ubisoft's plan right now, they haven't announced it, but is to release it before March thirty first, twenty twenty one, which is the end of the fiscal year. Oh, shit. Okay. Which lines up with previous comments from Ubisoft that revealed during their earnings calls that the company plans to release five AAA games before the end of the fiscal year. Four of these games are Assassin's Creed Valhalla, mm-hmm. Watch Dogs Legions, mm-hmm. Gods and Monsters, and oh, Rainbow Six know. Quarantine. So it was Ooh, the only, Quarantine, really? <laughs> yeah, I think, they, I think they had to name that before this. Goodness, gang. <laughs> um, COVID-19 so Warrior. For, the, for Far Cry to be the fifth game. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's been a it's been mm. a hot minute since we've had a full title. Uh, that'll be fun. talking about uh, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Yeah, buddy. All at the same time, um, it will be a cross-gen title. How a lot of these uh, launch titles are going to be, I think, for the PlayStation Five yeah. as well. Um, Although Ubisoft has been a big supporter of the Switch, a Switch release is unlikely. Yeah, that doesn't really surprise me. It's not. It's not. It's too weak to run it. It's yeah. It's really hard to sort of like backscale your stuff. I'm actually really interested to see 
how Witcher 3 runs on a Switch. I know it's an older game at this point, but like that's a fucking massive game to be played on that little hardware. I'm very curious to right. see how smooth it actually runs. So obviously Fort Far Cry 6 is going to have to take place before Far Cry 5. Yeah, well, I mean, unless it's in another country entirely. Uh, I guess, but like, like that was nuclear's. I mean, it was a pretty big deal. It, it took everything back to primitive times. Like, if the ending of Far Cry Five is canon, then the, really this has to happen before it, or it's got to be something really crazy. Well, I mean, we see uh, that a lot of people survived the nuclear blast in the area in Montana. That's where New Dawn takes place. Is like years after Five. Right. Um. So you could easily have it take place on the other side of the world and barely be affected by the explosion besides the aftermath of the you know how the world deals with america being fucked up in that way sure. but from all the lore and stuff that i've read the nuclear blasts are pretty contained to like i mean obviously there's gonna be fallout and stuff but like it was just the one blast in that one remote area of montana so much outside of that area is still like Someone from Ubisoft said, those of you who didn't like Far Cry 5's North American setting are likely to find this game far more interesting. Mm. It will have an exotic setting. Oh, exotic. Uh-huh. So, so we'll Canada? probably learn, and then uh, we'll learn a lot more about this, obviously, on July 12th. Okay. Um, as that is when uh, Ubisoft Forward is, their event. They're doing their little thing, yeah. Yeah, okay. in, in lieu of E3. Okay, I'm going to look out for that because I'm really curious, especially saying exotic. Like, I mean, we've already had a, uh, a jungle, you know, yeah. and then uh, the Himalayas. So um, really, I mean, African Desert for two, which yeah. is kind of like it had a different philosophy as far as the gameplay is concerned. But I'd like to I love to maybe go to like uh, Bangkok. Ooh, that would be interesting. Something like that, like Thailand, like Southeast Asia. <laughs> Neighbor's dog agrees. Yeah. He loves that idea. The aftermath of juxtaposed against the aftermath of like what post Vietnam Vietnam is like. Oh yeah, that would be interesting. Shambles across the other side of the world. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'd actually be really curious to see how the rest of the world takes an isolated incident like that. You know Uh that obviously it's going to fuck up the world economy and stuff. But really, how is it going to be? on how people look at us, <laughs> you know, especially sure. since in new dawn, like there are roving mob, you know, mobs of raiders and shit, but like you can make a thriving community by the end of that game. So we're still surviving. The rest of the world's got to be doing way better. <laughs> right. All right. Well, that's about all I got on the PlayStation stuff. Do you have anything? Yeah, else? man. No, no, it's just anything that we missed. Uh, games like watch all the trailers, man. Just about every single one of them was at least like worth looking at for the, yeah. the particle physics or to see what's coming out. Mm-hmm. Twenty six new that's titles. That's the thing. Some of these games might not necessarily be your kind of thing, but look and see what they're doing with the hardware. Yeah, absolutely. And and I will say I, something that I wanted to make a point of as I was watching the actual reveal trailer for the console itself. Is my first thought was, is this a five gum ad? But I was also kind of like five gum. I forgot about five gum. <laughs> Feel it. Has have video games always been this pretentious when we finally released them? Have I just always been like like young and excited about games? But I'm like watching this and I'm like, it's a fucking game console, you guys. Like and I know that we're pushing tech forward, but we're not like we're we're pushing forward the tech of how you jump on platforms. Like it's just it's really the interesting. The future to me. is here. <laughs> yeah, and it's just a white box. Like I mean, it, it's interesting to see how how advertising works. Like Isn't that. how all that stuff is? Though? Like all the Apple events and stuff like that. It's like guys, here we are to show you the biggest event in the history of technology: AirPods. Yes. Oh, I can't remember the exact quote. The guy who's in charge of the, the PlayStation 5 whole thing was talking about we're creating a system that's going to make like it's the biggest leaping and leap in gaming history. And I'm like, bro, bigger than the leap from 2D to 3D? Like, what the fuck do you guys think you're doing with this? Right. Thing? Like, I'm all on board for these games, but you guys tone it down a little bit. You're not curing cancer. <laughs> Maybe they are. Maybe you're going to be able to play. Oh, you know, sack boy, <laughs> and we'll take a tour out of your head. Who knows? Actually, that'd be pretty great. I'd be on board. Day yeah. one. Haley Joel Osment's urine cures cancer. There used to be a guy on Stern that would do this. I, mean, I was <laughs> on the set of the, uh, the Sixth Sense, and a man with a brain tumor came, and Haley Joel Osment peed on his head, and he was healed. I can believe that, actually. That's a very believable story. Haley Joel, Haley Joel Osment. I love that he works with Kevin Smith now, and he's just like a little, right. little chunky dude. That's uh, it's just hilarious. I love him. He's a treasure. 
is. He is really a treasure. All right. Um, okay. Let's wrap this up. We will be back again yeah. uh, this weekend with a full episode. Um, yes. Where Ian can talk about Damn by Kendrick Lamar, Ooh. among other things. Um, yes. So, yeah. So, uh, for Ian Maxwell, I'm Josh Custer. And Actually, Josh Custer. I have an idea for how we can end <laughs> better to where Ooh. it's not all uh, scattered and fucked up. We'll, right. go, we'll go back and forth on words, and then every week someone else will finish with boils. Okay. Okay, so just follow me here. Okay. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, for Ian Maxwell, I'm Josh Custer. And for Josh Custer, I'm Ian Maxwell. Saying, enjoy your boils. Beautiful. <laughs>